0: Hey, it's Arrow. Inside the Tiptoe Through the Tulip studio, April 14th through the 16th, you can make a huge difference in the life of someone with Parkinson's disease or a caregiver for someone who has Parkinson's. A $25 donation will change someone's life. Let's don't do this just for three days. Let's do it every day. Find out more at parkinsonsassociation.org donate online. We are unplugged and totally uncut with Catty Kay and Claire Shipman. Hey, Hi, Arrow. Oh, great. How are you? Fantastic. Here you go again, girls, with another book that I truly believe is so in touch with what we need in this country right now, and that is real stories, real people, and and, and, and as you say it, real confidence. Yeah, thank oh, yeah. you, Arrow. So excited. One of, one of the most amazing things that the two of you have put together here is this is this is not like, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to read a self-help book. What you're doing is you're identifying people with people. In other words, that we have someone that we can relate with. How do you get so real inside these pages?
1: You know, it was really important to us, especially reaching out to teen girls, because we know that all of us learn better, as you seem to know, from stories, right, and connecting and then teen girls, of course, learn best from other teens. Uh, and as much as they might want to listen to adults like me and Catty, they'd rather listen to girls their own age. And so we really set out to find girls who had stories that were stories of some sort of achievement doing something remarkable, but really were stories about failure, struggle, and perseverance. We looked for teen girls who were willing to be open about their, their fears, and how they overcame things and so that we hope in in all of these ways girls are going to find connection points in the stories.
0: well one, one of those people is somebody that i've actually spent time with and that's gatanjali rayo my god this this girl is a, she is the future
1: yeah gatanjali is really a superstar isn't she and and have you spent time with her? you spent time interviewing her
0: i did i did i'll tell you what i was the student i i was i was it was, it was just amazing <laughs> to just be in that moment
1: yeah, she's just an incredible young scientist, and has developed uh, it, it really unbelievable technology. And her confidence process is really interesting. When, the way she talked to us about focusing on getting lead out of water, you know, focusing on the Flint, Michigan crisis. But, yes, um, she just burrows away at issues, and and, and is a great example.
2: But so what we love, Arrow, about these girls, and it, when we initially thought of doing this book, our publishers said, why don't we do 50 girls? And Claire and I looked at each other and said, oh, my God, we'll never find 50 <laughs> girls. It's going to be a reporting nightmare. How are we going to ever come up with that many? And, of course, it turns out that we could fill three books with girls. They are doing such amazing things around the world. And the challenge, in a way, for us was to whittle it down to just 30 girls, which is what we have in this book with 30 girls from around the world. And some of them, like Gitanjali, are doing big things, have taken on huge, big public challenges and have become quite well-known themselves. But others aren't known at all and may have done just something small and private and personal. There's a girl in California who was being bullied for several months before she took the risk and had the courage to speak to her mother about it. And there's this kind of code of silence around bullying. You're not meant to say anything. And that was, that was a risk that she took and she developed her own confidence through the process of getting out of being bullied. But it wasn't plain sailing. And it was very important for us that as much as we show the incredible achievements of these girls, we show the, the struggle and sometimes the failures, things that went wrong and the process they took to get there.
0: You, you talk about personal and right away you go directly into my heart because one of the things that a lot of parents don't want to talk about but it's really happening because of COVID and that is the mental conditions of our teens and preteens and and because I mean I've seen the numbers I've read the stories and, and it's happening and a book like this living the confidence code this this right here is a tool it, it you know sure you're going to get enjoyment out of it but you got to you got to activate it you, you've got to let it move through you because it's going to rebuild the confidence of so many of these teens.
1: We're hoping. I mean, we're worried, too, that the isolation, the lockdown, that it's harder, I think, for a lot of people to figure out how do you go out and take risks? How do you, you know, how do you activate your life, as, as you're talking about? And what we're hoping is that they can see that there are risks you can still take, things you can do, even when you're somewhat locked down in a pandemic. But more importantly, that there may be ways to think about using the pandemic as a sort of, okay, all bets are off situation, right? That it can be liberating in a sense if you're suddenly free, especially if you're sort of middle school, high school girl, and you have all those societal pressures about do this, do that, be here, be there. And suddenly it's like, "Eh, try something totally new. Nobody's looking right now. And so we're hoping this will activate some of that that for them and um, serve as a way out
0: well and, and and you know one of the things that you know that you talk about is is the openness that you have and the way that people can relate with it with the people that are that are being featured and one of them is Aaron Phillip, the first trans black uh disabled model. I love that you were able to say, "Hey, look, here's a story that you need to know because we know you're not alone."
1: yeah, Aaron was just an amazing, amazing personality, and I love we told her story in a graphic novel style, and I think it really pops. I mean, you could almost tell from the beginning that she had this inner strength. And despite all of her the problems she was sorting through, being disabled, you know, dealing with discrimination on multiple fronts, figuring out she's trans. I mean, and then this dream of I'm gonna be a model. And she just made it made it happen. I think along them, we had so many moments in trying to tell her story right? Wait. Well, this part's inspiring. This part's inspiring. This part's <laughs> inspiring. It was almost hard to figure out where, where the focus should be. But she's doing, she's doing so well now, and I think her story will will certainly resonate with a lot of girls. I know it did with my daughter.
0: Now, now Claire. I mean, are you guys going to put this in podcast form? Because you know this this generation, the millennials as well as Gen Z, they they, they love to stream.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just, think we would love to. P- yeah, we would love
1: to do something like that. And we've both, you know, we've taped some, some other podcasts about the book, but we've really been thinking about how do we turn stories like this into some sort of regular um, podcast, because I think everybody would find it inspiring. And I, while this book is aimed at teen girls and tween girls, we've had a lot of young women and even older women say, these, these stories are inspiring to us. I think it makes us, our generation, feel like, the world's going to be in good hands.
2: And I think one of the things that's so great about these girls that they do come from all over the world and that was important to us and some of them are facing challenges that girls in the United States will never... Uh, face. There's Yakaba in Ethiopia, who was told at 12 by her father that he was going to marry her off to a, a local village priest that she'd never met before. And she manages to mount a campaign and speak up to her father, which is hard in her society to take that risk, to get herself out of that, that child marriage so that she can stay in school. Girls in America aren't going to face that challenge. But I think hearing her story and hearing how she got out of that marriage, the process that she went through of taking a risk and doing something hard and rallying a support team, that's the same as the process for Taylor in California who was being bullied. And I think that's what I love about this. The challenges are different and the cultures are different, but the way they deal with these challenges, that's universal.
0: Well, this book is more than just a work of art. It is a work of life, and it's a step in the right direction. Man, you've got to come back to this show any time in the future. The door is always going to be open for you.
1: <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you, Thank you so nice. much.
0: Thanks for the work you do. You bet. You'd be brilliant today, you two, okay? Thank, Thank you. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten Lucky? Lucky?